Welcome everyone to the Tangential 2 with your hosts, John Fields and Chris Reyes. And so I like lost the I lost the drugs and was just like just then I spent like another 20, 30 minutes like like where where's my shit? Checking all my pockets in my snow jacket and shit. Damn. Oh yeah. That's but, crazy. Uh, I think the only other time I've taken like more than one tab of acid was uh I th- think it was Halloween. Halloween? No, no, no. New Year's. Like this last New Year's? This last New Year's I took like a tab and like a, a half or a tab and like a quarter or something like hit you like a brick. Oh yeah, I wasn't wasn't about it. By the way, we're live. We're live. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I've I've done acid, <laughs> but I like I have I have no real desire to like go deeper because like the thing that I want mm-hmm. is like more visuals. I'm like I'm gonna give me more like crazy shit. But then like in addition to that. Mm. Is like all the crazy mental stuff that happens. That I, and that's what I'm not about. I'm like, fuck that. It's not worth the fractals. Welcome everybody <laughs> to the tangential two. My name, of course, is John Fields. And I am Chris Reyes. And that is a hell of an intro, Chris. Yeah. Gotta say. Drugs, dude. Um, if you've stuck with us this far, this is uh this is not a normal not our normal intro, intro and defi- but, but definitely uh, not surprising because we we had uh, the bicycle day episode. That is true. That's very true. Where we talked about our first uh, acid experience. That is quite the experience for sure. I've definitely done more acid since then. You have definitely done more acid since then, and way more than I have. Ever. Oh yeah, it's it's not like a. So why acid? Do you, have you done acid the most, or like? Yes, yes. Okay. I've I've done more. I've done acid more than I've done like Molly. I've done acid more than I do shrooms. I hate shrooms. Mm. I don't hate the effect. I hate the taste. The taste is definitely it's yeah. fucking foul. I get excited. I buy mushrooms and then I'll sit on them forever because I'm like these fucking taste nasty. They're terrible. They're the worst. And you're poisoning your body. Yeah. The first time I did them. Um, we were at Dolores Park and we bought them out of this cargo short. Like, okay, we bought them from a dude wearing cargo shorts and like carrying a longboard. And then like he like, I think he had a, he like procured a bag and then had like a little like toolkit like thing, mm-hmm. like you know what you might like use to, I don't know, divvy up nuts and bolts. <laughs> <laughs> but he had like yes. it was it was a little tackle box, and okay, but he okay. had like like eights of wheat, uh, eights of uh, mushrooms, and we all like bought one. And I was like, I ate like the first two and I was like, this is foul. This is fucking terrible. Terrible. So I then decided I'm just going to eat all of it at once. Sure. And the whole time I'm like chewing it, I'm like actively gagging. Like I thought I I was Uh. going to vomit from the idea of eating them. And it's never gotten easier. It's every time I'm just like, that's why I do the tea. The tea, because the tea gets rid of like that taste. It gets all the effect, all the fun. None of the bullshit. Isn't it like you mix it with like a raspberry tea or something? Uh, whatever tea, really. A lemon tea. I, so I did it with, uh, so I did it a couple times when I was living in Hayward with green tea. And now that particular Bigelow green tea, not not my jam. Because my every time, I was telling you this about, about this last time I did them. Every time I drink the Bigelow green tea, my body's like, we're doing mushrooms. I'm like, no, body, there are no mushrooms in here. But my body's like, but this is gross. <laughs> like, it's just like so. But it reminds me of mushrooms. Yeah, so yeah. therefore, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. So it's super heavily associated. So I don't like it. Uh, I think, I think the tea I did it with when we went on our walk was uh, was chai. 
Oh yeah, which is which was a really like uh, it was a hit or it was a bad idea because I don't want to ruin my favorite tea. I love vanilla chai tea. Ooh, really? I'm a, I like uh, Earl Grey. Earl Grey is also. I like Earl Grey because the floral the floralness of Earl Grey is truly nice. But I also like English breakfast, considering it's also like a very. I haven't tried English breakfast. English breakfast is nice, like with a hearty meal. Okay, I think okay. it's like it's like coffee, except you know just. In terms of bitterness and in terms of like the strength of caffeine that you really need in the okay. morning. Um, yeah. I, I like Earl Grey. Have you ever had a London Fog? No. A London Fog is like an Earl Grey latte like thing, but there's lavender in it. Oh. So there's a little so there's a little bit it's like cream, a little bit of vanilla extract, and lavender. And I was making a poor man's London Fog for a while back in Hayward. I had everything but the lavender. Holy shit. It's real. Like, it's it's top tier. Yeah. I, I just was like, there was this uh, this coffee shop in Oregon. And have you ever seen like those coffee shops that are just like little shacks? Mm-hmm. It was one of those. Mm-hmm. And one day I like rolled up on it. And I was like, can I get a thing? And then I just, I, I got a punch card. I went there so many times. Well, you yeah. were up there for a while. I was up there for a while, yeah. So I went. I kept going back and kept trying different drinks. Uh, a dirty chai is also really good. Hmm. It's like a chai tea latte, but with espresso in it. Okay. Oh yeah, dude. I I consumed so much caffeine out there. Yeah. Why not? Um, I went to the Dutch Bros every morning with my per diem. <laughs> of course. Shit, you not every morning. Yeah. Seven days a week. Yeah. Even on my day off. Just went. Yeah, and it was I cycled between something called the Kicker, which is like a regular ass coffee with like cream, like their their brevet shit. Yeah, they have something called a nine one one. What is a nine one one, dude? It's got I, th- I could be wrong, but I had, think it has six shots of espresso. Jesus Christ! Oh, and then because it had like the the Irish cream brevet shit. Yeah, like it was sweet, and you drink it, and I could drink it in one go, but I like if I. I had to like actively not. Yeah. Because I didn't need to just be sweating my balls off. I had to say, you probably be, your heart would be pumping a million miles. Oh an yeah, hour. I'm, I'm just like, oh Jesus. Um, but I would. I, there was a couple days where I just fucking like would slam it because like the night before I was like I worked a lot, or the day before I worked a lot, and I was yeah. like I'm tired. Mm-hmm. But that was a lot of ca- lot of caffeine. I bet, dude. It's crazy how much like caffeine is in like one. Of ca- uh, I, honestly, I think about. It, I only drink in one cup a day or something like that. I probably have like a cup and a half to two cups because like I have a big tumbler. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. How do you make your coffee? I make my coffee in a French press. Uh, what do you temp your water? Uh, no, I just get it to boiling or just slightly under boiling. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, and then I just kind of let it let it steep for four minutes. Four minutes. And then, uh, yeah. Do you wet the grounds, break it up, and then pour the rest of the water on there? No, I just pour it. And then obviously coagulates, and then I just kind of aim for those spots, and then oh, okay. make sure it all soaks. Yeah, make sure make sure all the beans are submerged under the water. You know, I've like read a couple things, and they're like, you pour it up, and it like then coagulates, and then you like you take a spoon, and then you like you break it up, mm-hmm. and then you pour the rest of the water in. I don't know what that does, but that's like that's like another way. My guess another is way the, to do the it. rate of application in, in terms of steeping. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I think you kind of want to. Do you have a grinder? I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you do like a coarse grind. I just buy pre-ground coffee because I'm too lazy to buy a grinder. <sighs> nah, man. Got to get the the freshly ground stuff. Is yeah, I know it's great. I I've had fresh. I used to have ground coffee, but now I I don't have a grinder and I'm lazy. Mm. That's okay. Yeah, I'll I'll find one. Yeah. Thinking about getting like a hand crank. 
Mm. Yeah, because like, why why be hella loud? Why just be like, <laughs> it's just so hand crank that bitch <laughs> like a salt pepper. Oh yeah, like like a pepper mill, but but for coffee. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's um, I think there's many ways to do coffee. I have been kind of curious about when a was it the glass uh, pour the, over? The, is it the rovers pour over? Oh, the pour over. Yeah, the pour over method. You know, trying that and seeing kind of the difference in terms of. Uh, it's it's a di- I've had pour over once. Yeah. It's a definitely a different like type of coffee. Um, I imagine it tastes good though. Oh no, it's good. Yeah. I, when I had the pour over, I wasn't really like into coffee. Um, I mm. hadn't started drinking it black. I didn't start drinking black coffee until like 2017 because they didn't have cream at right when you started having world work like uh, union work. No, I didn't start union work until 2019. Oh. Yeah, so it was when I was working at Gordo, I would drink the coffee for my late my later shifts. Mm-hmm. My later shift being like until ten, I'd be off at ten. <laughs> um, and I would I would drink the coffee, but they didn't have anything to put in it, so I would ice it down mm-hmm. just so because it was hot. Yeah. And then I found out I just like black iced coffee. <laughs> and I was like, well, I was like, if I like it, if I like black coffee with ice in it, then I obviously like black coffee without the ice. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I uh, I'm the same way. I liked black iced coffee. Yeah, you know. It, it, I feel like maybe the water in it kind of helps you, kind of kind of makes it a little easier to drink. I don't know why. Mm, yeah. Almost like how uh, ice in a whiskey will kind of like uh, separate. It down. Yeah, dilutes it, separates the oils a little bit. Yeah, I um, don't know. I, just, I think with ice and whiskey, though, it's, it is kind of interesting. You're, I, you do make a good point in terms of like the different kind of consistency that. Yeah, because there, there's like oils in the coffee, too. Of course. There's tannins and shit like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but I don't know shit. I just drink it. Like at this point I, I fucking, I buy pre-ground coffee, put it in my French press. The only like fancy thing I do is I do check the temperature now. Really? Yeah. We got a thermometer. Got a little gun. I just go, no, I, I have like a, a thermometer that I stick into it. Wow. And I'm like, oh, we're good. That's fancy. Yeah. Does it come out perfect every time? Mm-mm. Cause sometimes I let it steep too long. Oh. Cause like I'll set it and forget it. <laughs> Yeah. Got to set a timer, dude. No, nah. It's like it's like if I get to it on time, cool. Sometimes I'll look at the clock and be like, "All right, six fifty-two. That's seven oh four. And I'm like, "That's way longer than I wanted to." Mm-hmm. But whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, like I'm not a snob. Sure. I, I can enjoy a good coffee. I can enjoy a good beer. Of course. But I also drink shit. Of course. By choice. By choice. <laughs> I agree. No, it's interesting, man. The way you drink coffee is. Uh, it's kind of cool. I love coffee. Coffee's really good. I love caffeine, but I love coffee. Yeah, caffeine, though. That's a hell of a thing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't only... I didn't drink caffeine for a long time. Years. Years. Well, I used to drink a lot of soda, but then I kind of stopped mm-hmm. when I went to college because I realized it's... Soda's yeah. just a bunch of sugar? Shit. Soda sucks. You yeah. know, it's, it's like just having it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, I just um, started drinking coffee. In the meantime, I I don't know what made me start drinking coffee. I really I really couldn't like pinpoint it, mm-hmm. but I know that like at some point I like I would just start to make like I would buy like like I love an eggnog latte during during the Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck me up with one of those egg eggnog latte. November rolls around and they, I, th- I think November December they'll have eggnog lattes everywhere, Pete's, uh, Starbucks, yeah, all sorts of places. Wow. As I name only two. Um, <laughs> so the big boys. The big boys. And it's fucking fantastic. Sure. 
I am not like a huge eggnog person, but I definitely like eggnog, which is, it, that became an acquired taste mm-hmm. after the lattes. Mm-hmm. And then I just started drinking the eggnog straight. Southern Comfort eggnog, top tier. Oh, that is some good so, stuff. I saw it on the shelves the other day. Yeah, Southern Comfort eggnog. And then uh, the Strauss. Is it Strauss? Yeah, the same people that do that, like that thick glass bottled milk. Oh, yeah, Strauss. Strauss. They have an eggnog. Holy shit. Hmm. That stuff. That's top notch. Um, but I like everyone like pumpkin spice shit. I like pumpkin stuff. Don't get me wrong. Really? Hell yeah. Okay. I, buy, I buy a pumpkin beer every year just because. Tis the season. Tis the season. I'm being I'm being festive. Do you like pumpkin pie or pecan pie? Uh, both. Is it pecan, pecan? Pe- pecan. Pecan. I think it's pecan, pecan. I say I say pecan. Pecan? Just just to piss people off. <laughs> it's a pecan pie. And they're like, what? So pecan pie or pumpkin pie? Uh, both. I, I like if I had to pick one over the other, I think pumpkin pie is more consistently good. Mm. I've never had a bad pecan pie, but uh, <laughs> I imagine that you could fuck it up. I okay. The only pie I don't like is lemon meringue. Mm. I highly dislike lemon meringue. Really? Pie. Oh, highly. I kind of I like lemon meringue. Mm-mm. I'm not about it. Mm. Like the meringue is like the worst part about it. Yeah, there's no no real body to it, I guess. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people like it, and people think that I'm like a wacko for not liking it. But yeah, fuck that. I think for me, a, a pumpkin pie is always solid, you know. But I load it up with whipped cream. Same. I kind of wish that there was something more to the pumpkin pie, though. I think that's why. Okay, actually, in terms of like deliciousness. I think pecan pie, pecan pie, pecan pie. Mm-hmm. I think that that kind of pie is is better than pumpkin because there's more to it. There is more, there's texture. more texture. There's yeah. more flavor. Yeah. yeah. Um, pumpkin pie is just half the time. It's literally just that bullshit out the can. It is. In fact, most recipes. It's funny when I like want to do a pumpkin recipe. You know, it's honestly. It's way easier to just get the canned stuff because the, the real stuff is really hard to do. No one's telling you to go get a pumpkin and make your own puree. I agree. And the pumpkin, half the pumpkin, most of the pumpkins that they sell during this time of year aren't actually good for consuming. Mm-hmm. Like, because they don't have, there's like a specific, there's a specific type of pumpkin that you're supposed to get to make pumpkin pie. Oh. Yeah. So, like the, 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 the jack o' lantern pumpkins? No, no, not about that. Um, I think I want to say it's like a sugar pumpkin or something like that. I think there, it is a sugar pumpkin. Yeah, there's something like that that you're supposed. To, that's what you're supposed to use to make pumpkin pie. Interesting. But I feel like just uh, that's why everyone uses a can. Yeah. And there's a lot more effort that goes into it. Yeah. People are lazy. Mm-hmm. But pumpkin pie cheese cheesecake. Ooh. Yeah. You make so you you take your cheesecake. You, know, okay. you, you get all your, your cheesecake filling, the, yeah. the, the, the stuff, and you take half of it, mm-hmm. and then you mix it with the pumpkin, uh, the pumpkin puree, mm-hmm. and then you put the original, like, uh, like the first half of the cheesecake into the pan, mm-hmm. and then take the pumpkin stuff and mix that into the original, and that's what creates the swirl. Oh, oh it's fucking, that oh, is, okay. it's good. It's good. Okay. Don't, don't fuck it up. You seem to be a, somewhat of a, cheese ma- uh, a cheesecake whiz. Cheesecake whiz. Mm-hmm. I've made I made a couple cheesecakes. I made good cheesecake. I made bad cheesecake. Sure, um, but it's it, we all like, have cheesecake's not hard. No, it's not. It's easy to fuck up though. I think so. Yes, it's all about uh, temperature. I feel it's temperature. Don't uh, I rushed? So the second year I made cheesecake, I rushed it 
didn't have enough love. Um, and I, which is brutal. Ah, yeah. And I didn't, so you're supposed to like let your cheese, your cream cheese thaw. Yeah. And then you, you like throw it into the mixer once it's like room temp and shit. Uh, But I didn't do that. So it was really clumpy. So then the, the cheesecake filling isn't, isn't like smooth. And it ended up looking like, uh, how do you describe it? There was like a bunch of craters in it. It tasted fine, but yeah, it didn't have like a smooth top. Oh, it was, it looked gross. Tasted fine. Looked gross. Looked fucking awful. That's Ruined Friendsgiving. That is a bummer. I think that was the same year that uh, we had the the small pig, mm. the roasted pig that everyone else would like. Mo- I think like 50% of the people there or 60% of the people at the Friendsgiving were like put off by the fact that you could tell it was Wilbur. Ooh. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? No, I don't. Freddie did. Was I there at that Friendsgiving? Oh, the, oh yeah. Fre- yeah. It was. It was yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I it took was, the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Freddie was there. That was a delicious pig. Oh, dude, it was so good. But we really had good. we had ham and pork stuff for a while afterwards. Mm, I wasn't complaining. Oh, I never complained. Like that. That's the best part about hosting Friendsgiving, in my opinion, is that you have all the food afterwards. I agree. Because no one takes shit home. Of course not. Or hardly enough. Why is anyone going to take half a dish of this? Yeah, or half a dish of that. Oh, uh, like the year. Oh, dude, I think you were in. I think you were in uh, Italy for this Friendsgiving, but we did the turducken. Yes, I heard about it. Oh, the turducken was so fucking good. (laughs) Really? You know, the best thing to have as a fat person that enjoys eating food (laughs) is friends that cook good food. (laughs) Sure. Uh, It's it's a great advantage in any situation. Yeah, yeah. I'm fat. I love food. And like like when you were like, let's make raviolis, I'm like, that's hard, but I love food. Let's do it. So uh, so I helped. Um, Yes, you did. But so they did did turducken, and and they, they, they... Deboned all this shit, mm-hmm. fucking opened them all up, stuffed them all in, sewed them all up. What was cool was the duck fat like runs into everything else and makes the turkey so moist. It is like like you know like how the worst part about turkey sometimes is is that it's dry. Mm-hmm. Not with this, and then it's all boneless, so you're not picking shit out. Yeah, and so we had like this rack of just like stuff, and you would just like pull meat off of it. Oh, it was so good. Damn. It was so good. Like Oof. I I would totally be down to consume another turducken. Not 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 make. I don't want to touch that. Sure. Um that's too much I mean, that's why I make desserts. I make it the night before. That way the next day when everyone's doing their shit, you're good. I, I'm out of the kitchen. You're good. I'm getting drunk. That's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it. That is the way to do it. Although, I will say there is kind of something fun and special about a multi-day kind of uh food or dish, I guess. Oh, like the ramen? Like the ramen? Yes, mm-hmm. were absolutely. You, were or, you there for the ramen? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, did they home make the noodles? I made the noodles. You made the noodles. Okay. I made the yeah, noodles. Yeah. yeah, it was just like we handmade everything, mm-hmm. which was kind of crazy to think about. Like, was that the New Year's ramen or a different ramen? That was the New Year's ramen. Okay, yeah, that was. I remember being super high on acid. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then being like, "There's no way I'll be able to eat," and then like looking at the bowl and being like, "No one gets to touch this. This is all mine." <laughs> like that, like I immediately because I was, I was I think there was someone else. They were like, they're like, I, I don't can't eat. I was like, I can't eat either. Let's just share ramen. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Back the fuck up. It was re- it was really good. Oh yeah, it made by uh, made by a bunch of white boys. Mm-hmm. Oh dude, mm-hmm. it was co- cultural appreciation. By the way, shout out to Freddie Martinez. Every Sunday would make a full like oh, taqueria dude. style dude like dinner. 
Oh my god! Like like chicken, like uh, it would be like three several... types of meats or two types of meats. Yeah, full fucking like homemade like, salsas. Oh, the homemade salsas that he'd like roast the tomatoes in the pan. Yeah, get them all burnt and shit, and mm. then like blend it up, and then you just mm. put that on. Oh fuck, dude. dude. Yep. Yeah, uh, football football Sundays have not been the same since. Yeah, but I mean. There is, I don't know, there's something fun about cooking on Sundays. Oh, yeah. I like, should be cooking right now, but instead I got to do this you, this podcast. Oh, you, you got to do this podcast. I got to do this podcast, what, Chris. I, I got to fulfill my duty as a as a co-host. Okay. What are you Come making? On. I'm not going to make anything because I'm doing this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're just going to go get something? Maybe. All right. Well, let's talk about that later. We'll talk about that. But, uh, but f- dude, we're definitely on like a food uh, venture. Yes, we are. For always on the hunt for good stuff. Oh yeah, um, you you still gotta try that fucking Korean barbecue place by my house. Oh, the one with the big old uh, parklet. Uh, the parklet. Yeah, the big uh, space with all the grills. No, their parklet is not as big. So that's K Elements. Mm-hmm. The place that we go to is called Han Il Kwan. Okay, what's um, so great about it? Uh, what the food? <laughs> the food. The food. It's the yeah. I um apparently. This is the place where, like, like the tourists from Korea, all the buses will like go there. Oh, like it's it's the spot. Yeah, there and there's like, they have like a like a plaqued, uh, article about it, like so, like like people someone some paper wrote an article and then they have it in like plaque form, mm-hmm. um, and they like they're they're like high Zagat rating, food's fucking great. I never have like the secret about Korean barbecue, in my opinion, is not cooking it yourself. You got to let someone else cook it. Why the fuck are you going to go to a restaurant where someone is trained to cook this shit and said you're going to be like, give me all these raw meats and then fucking cook that shit on the on the on the grill in front of you? Uh uh-uh. uh. Because I'm going to burn it. I'm going to fuck something up. <laughs> and and the thing is, I came to the restaurant hungry. And if I had to wait an hour to get there, I am more hungry by the time I am seated that I'm not willing to be like, all right, we got the first piece of meat cooked. Who wants it? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Just bring me out a platter. Of cooked and meats. let me fucking slam it down. They so they, you like we'll uh, Adrian and I'll like get a meat. We'll usually get two meats because we're fat as fuck. Um, and then uh, they have like the they have like the banchan. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you know what the banchan is? Yeah, right? yeah, it's all the mixture. It's all the goodies that you get to yeah, in between. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they give you like this tofu soup. Yes. Oh, that tofu soup is so. It's like a spicy, like stewy kind of thing. Ooh. <sighs> every tofu time, soup. every time, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Mm. Um. That sounds really good, actually. Oh, uh, you got You got to try it. Yeah, you, you definitely got to try it. Yeah, um, little more on the pricey end, but like nothing crazy. Like it's San Francisco. It's, like, it's definitely not like fine dining pricey. Sure, but it's not like I don't know. It's not cheap. Mm. I yeah, think. I think. The, I think the last time we went there, we spent fifty to sixty dollars each. Yeah, we 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 go in. Damn, <laughs> we, go hard. We, it might it might have been a little bit cheaper. It might have been like forty, but I've definitely like we definitely spent money there. Um, so good though. What's like what's like your favorite restaurant in the city? Damn, that's a tough one. There's so many though. I don't know. Um, I think I think a memorable restaurant for me. Okay, I'll take that. Is um, it's not in San Francisco. Oh, is it gonna be French Laundry? No, no, <laughs> dude, no, no, no. Here's my thing about that. It's like about French Laundry. No, no, no. Yeah, actually, French Laundry. Yeah, sure. Um, it's it's really good. Uh huh. You know, but it's I don't think it's for everyone. Okay, 
So let me let me let me backtrack. So your thing about that that being like Michelin star restaurants? Yes. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah, Michelin star restaurants like they're good and all, and it's a really fun experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I could see why a lot of people don't want to spend you know x of x hundred of dollars um, to do it to do it. Yeah, it's it's so I don't know. But I, I want to be full when I'm done. I wouldn't say you're full. Necessarily, you're more of satisfied. Mm. You know what I mean. You no. don't. It's not. It's the perfect amount of food. It better be. That's what I'm saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. Especially a lot of those restaurants. Like. So, so what's a mo- what's a what's a good memorable restaurant for you? A good memorable restaurant uh, was recently. I uh, was driving. It's in San Mateo. I don't know. I'm not gonna tell the the name of this place because I don't want to spoil it. Damn. Yeah. You got it, but you got to tell me at some point. Cause I will tell you. I will tell okay. you when this when we are not recording. Okay. Um, it is a taco. It's a taqueria, and literally in the middle of San Mateo, in this middle of this neighborhood or whatever. You wouldn't even expect it. You, I walked in. They don't speak a lick of English. A lick of English there. Okay. And uh, it was hands down one of the best tacos I ever had. Like taco plates, whatever. Honestly. Bold statement, dude. It's a bold statement, but. To be honest, I gotta say it's better than any of the stuff in San Francisco. I think La Taqueria, El Farolito, they have their place. They definitely have their place. They're really, really good. But I don't know, man. I think that there was something about that place in San Mateo that really kind of struck a chord with me. All right. And it's kind of still memorable to me to this day. How recently have you been gone? I went like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Okay. I was just around there. And I, I was drive like, in that area a lot. I, I was just down there and I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Yeah. Also, um, what's another restaurant that was really, really memorable that I could say on air? That I could say on air? Um, that wouldn't just wouldn't, wouldn't spoil it. Um, Excuse me. I'm a, it's a little biased, but there's a place on uh, in downtown San Francisco. It's called John's Grill. It's this classy, like really old style steakhouse. It's been around for like 113 years. 113 years. 113 years. Okay. Um, I haven't been to a steakhouse in a while. Or, it's, yeah, a while. It's really great. It's um, it's just classic Americana, you know, French kind of cooking. Okay. Um, they make a steak really, really well. And uh, the place is not so bad either. It's kind of fun. It's like a little... It's pretty tight in there, you know? Like the bar is literally like tucked in a corner. You know, oh, wow. With like a full dis- like a full bar set, you know? So oh, wow. It looks like it's just... Expl- all these bottles are literally exploding out to the... Oh really? Yeah, places are tight, you know, um, but uh, it's really cool, multi level. There's a lot of like crazy shit out here in terms of food. Like, oh, I, yeah. I feel like I'm like I eat a lot of food, but it's like you don't eat all the food out here, buddy. No, like, and the thing is, is that especially around here, uh, there seems to be this weird uh, like subculture that's going on on uh, dinner parties that you can only access through people's DMs. Fucking what? I know. I learned about this the other day. A friend of mine, she went to this uh, dinner uh, that is put on by a bunch of like people of color and queer folk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they basically cook out of their kitchen in, in Oakland and have like, I think like seven tables or something like that. And uh, the only way you can get a reservation is if you d- you know, DM the, the account itself. Really? Yeah, it's some like exclusive club, and I'm just like, that seems very interesting. Have you? Uh, so is, is it out of their house? Yeah, out of Oakland. Have you been to? I want to say it's a Korean spot. Um, 
that is like in this guy's fucking like living room. I saw the other day in this neighborhood some dude is setting up like a pop up tent uh-huh. with like a grill out in the front of his garage. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of been curious. I'm like, what is going on here? Oh, like, you should check it out. That's, 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 that that sounds interesting. I think it's going on right now. We can go after. Oh after fuck! This. Yeah, if he's if he's let's let's see. Um, there was a there used to be a lady. Um, in San Jose, like across the street from like this, it was like a high school or an elementary school mm-hmm. called the Churro Lady, and she had a the big Churro Lady. Yeah, she had a big vat of like oil, and you'd come up, ask for like some churros, and she would like just squeeze like like an icing bag, and just go just a bunch of like little churros for you, mm-hmm. fry them up, mm-hmm. turn them over, and then cinnamon cinnamon sugar whatever on them. Toss you on your way. Boom. Oh, dude, that shit was that shit was dope. Freshly made churros. Oh. Freshly right in front of you, dude. No, in her fucking better, garage. No better way. Yeah, but there, there's I've I've heard about it. I I think I know somebody that's gone, but I've never been, and I want to say it's Korean. It might be Vietnamese, but it's like it's like this little tiny little restaurant that's like just like in this guy's house. And I want to say that there's like been articles written about it. Okay. Yeah. So like I, I Adrian probably knows about it. We'll have to go. Mm. It's that that sounds like a fun time. Yeah. Um, I know there's a Korean sp- there's a Korean spot um, underneath a house in the Outer Sunset. I think this is the one I'm talking about. I think so. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's on. Uh, yeah. I know. I think I know which one you're talking okay. about. Okay. I was. I was like. I just don't know the name. I I know it. Oh, you're gonna, you, I don't want to say it. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. Hey, I'm sorry for our 10 listeners, <laughs> but uh, if you're ever in San Francisco, all the good spots we're keeping. You know what I'm going to spoil? John's favorite pizza place is Goat Hill. Goat Hill Pizza. Because it's got sourdough sourdough crust. Sourdough crust. There's lots of really good pizza out here. I will say support Goat Hill for sure. Support Goat Hill. Support Goat Hill's Goat Hill. solid. Goat Hill's awesome. It's solid. I think it's one of the best pizzas in the city. Have you been to Square Pie Guys? No, that's what the Detroit style ones. The, it's Detroit style pizza. I think you mentioned this. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's like, I sort of, it's like fucking like almost two inches deep. Ooh. And you get like four pieces, and if you eat the whole thing, you're feeling fat. <laughs> um, it's a lot. Yeah, I I, I came, bet it's a lot. I came home on Friday. It was, I think it was Friday, and Adrian had stayed home, mm-hmm. and he was like, he's like, yeah, I ordered Square Pie guys. And then I was like, because I've been talking about how I, I want it, right? I was like, I've been feeling square pie, guys. And so he got it. And then he told me, he's like, I couldn't order it and then not get any. So he like got two, ate from both of them. And then I reheated the rest of it in the oven. And he, and he, he had got me some too. I was so happy. Nice. I was just like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also Golden Boy. Golden Boy is a really popular spot. I think I waited like an hour and a half in a line. The one we went to the other day, or last time we hung out, that was pretty good too. Which where did we go for pizza? It was on uh, Clement. Clement. P- oh, Fiorella. Fiorella. Fiorella is super good. They got yeah. the. I think it's the fire fire pizza, fire mm-hmm. wood fire, brick fire, yeah, some yeah. shit. It's it's fucking fancy the, pizza. The Italian way. Yeah, it's so good. It's really good pizza. Um, I will say though, like to me, I worry about any sort of finances when it comes to other purchases. Except for food. Oh, I will. I can put, give a fuck. I'll, I'll put myself in debt. I will put myself in debt. I spent one time. I went with this girl who she really, really enjoyed food just as much as I did. We went on a two hundred dollar meal, and I was like, "Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's, that's how makes, it should. Of be. course. I'm like, it was really good. It, it, you should. De- and like when you're there, why are you gonna be like, oh, 
that's $30 plate. No, just fucking get the $30 plate. Yeah. Get an appetizer because you think that sounds good too. And get yourself a dessert because you're probably not coming back here for a while. Of course, of course. I, I mean, de- just spoil yourself, honestly. Yeah, if you're out there, you're out there. Yeah. Who Honestly, who can afford a $200 meal consistently? No, no one. But if you can afford it once, fucking do the once. Of course. Um, I, I want to say... I don't... You might have been there. Did you go to the... Uh, you were back in 2019. Did you go to uh, dinner with us on my birthday at the sushi restaurant where we did like the sit down? Uh, yes. You did like take your shoes off and yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an expensive fucking sushi thing. Um, I think it's worth it. I, I had like sea urchin. I, uh, I think it's... Sea urchin's great. I think it's uni. Yeah, uni. Yeah, I'd never had that before. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't get it again just because like for the price, I don't think it's that worth it. Mm. Um, but definitely like some good shit. I always wonder like how certain rest things like get so expensive, you know, mm-hmm. like like lobster lobster. No, I, I understand why lobster is like rare or like expensive because it's, you know, it probably takes a lot to process it, you know, but in terms of well, like you seen deadliest catch. Yeah, it's <laughs> the way they get it. <laughs> I know um, deadliest catch is crab, but yeah, I assume it's similar to get lobster. Uh, yeah, I imagine. Um, but uh, like truffles, for example, right? People, Fucking mushrooms. People rate truffles as like so high as on the food palate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In terms of taste, in terms of like the different varieties and stuff like Have that. You had a truffle? I've had. Yeah, I've had I don't truffles think I've ever before. Had a truffle. It's I've it's, had chocolate truffles. Maybe, but I don't think I've had like a. Actual like shaved truffles or whatever. Yeah, like a, like a mushroom mm-hmm. truffle. It's good. I think it's it's definitely hits hits everything like an umami kind of taste or whatever. Okay. But um, I don't know. Like I just I don't get it. it personally, why is it so expensive? I get you know it takes only nature can produce it, and mm-hmm. it takes a very specialized set of like skills in order to acquire these things. You have to have a truffle sniffing pig pig or a dog or mm-hmm. something like that so like i don't know i think it's very very interesting i don't even know what a truffle looks like really yeah i'll, I'll show you a picture it's uh, it's kind of interesting you, you think you look you take a look at it and you're like i that's worth you know a couple like thousand dollars thousands of dollars for truffles bullshit like i can't imagine spending a thousand dollars on something that grows in shit this is a truffle that's it. That's the truffle. It thousands of like, dollars. Thousands it looks like a turd. Dollars. Literally, that is a truffle. I, a fresh black truffle right now. Let's see. Uh, fresh black truffle. Let's go for a black truffle. How much does it cost? A hundred and ninety-one for one truffle. For one truffle. Yeah, for actually a quarter of a pound of truffle. Oh, a quarter of a pound of truffle. Yeah, so probably just like one a of couple, these. A couple truffles. One of these little bad boys. Um, that's uh, that's interesting. I've never. I, I kind of like know that truffles are expensive, but never really like thought about it. Yeah. Kinda like, isn't caviar super expensive too? Caviar is very expensive. Yeah. I think I've only ever had like like the row that they put on sushi, but never had like caviar. We went to this uh, the sushi place on Geary. Can't remember the name of it. We just walked there, and we got the omakase. Um, the, the the chef's choice uh, yeah. sushi plate yeah, yeah yeah and they did they did like a thing of 
fish eggs. They did like these big ones that they're almost like almost the size of boba but smaller. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know like the the row that they'll put on like sushi as like a, like a sprinkling. Yeah, they had like a like a thing of seaweed full of that. Not worth it. I was just like like the bigger one that was interesting. The smaller one I was like, I feel like you gave me a fucking thing full of sesame seeds. Like just like. <laughs> Like this is sushi. I'm like it's barely. Yeah, that's a garnish. Yeah, and <laughs> you dressed it up like it was sushi. That's bullshit. <laughs> that's yeah. fucking straight bullshit. Sushi. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I'm I'm big fan of sushi though. Big fan of sushi. Big fan of sushi. I would like to go to Japan just for the sushi. Dude, if I'm going to Japan, I want to go to fucking the what is it? Wherever Jiro is. Oh, he's in a subway station. He's in a subway station. The thing is, is that like those reservations are damn near impossible. Like it's it's insane. But I know of a lot of good high quality sushi makers. Yeah, but why would I sushi chefs? Sushi chefs. Excuse me. Okay. What do you have a favorite sushi spot out here? No, not really. No, I don't know. I I don't think I've been to enough sushi around here to okay. well we should change that i think so Su- sushi's fucking solid sushi is always wonderful um i love the feeling you get after sushi you feel full but not lethargic you feel like full for like 30 minutes i agree and then i want more yep um more sushi what about a favorite like ramen spot actually it was um ramen yamadaya yeah in japantown until until i found my place down the street down the street i like that place that place is phenomenal the broth alone is oh yeah 10 times better that place is super solid have you been to marafuku no that's a that's like a a top tier isn't that down the street further no marafuku i want to say is in japan town and like inside a mall Hmm. because we ate ramen there i think it was like four of us i think it was like freddie adrian and maybe michael but like we we all went to Marafuku and then went to a crepe place across the way after we were done. <laughs> Dude, you gotta go full. Like you just gotta. Of course, when you're in that you're in that state of mind. A lot of the times that like Adrian and I go out to eat, we we get a shit ton of food and then I'm gonna say like seventy five percent of the time we get ice cream afterwards. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Hell I'm just yeah. like, you know what I'm feeling like? He's like ice cream. I'm like yeah, you already know what I'm talking about. Like let's go. Yeah. I just wish there was like better ice cream choices in our neighborhood, because mm. all we have is Joe's ice cream, and it's like mm. it it's like it's ice cream, but it's definitely not like solid ice cream. Well, I mean, you gotta have like, there's gotta be some sort of ice cream that you do enjoy. So like like not necessarily from a restaurant, but like Haagen Dazs or like Dryers no. or like Ben no. Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> ben and Jerry's is okay, but so I've been buying like more fancy ice creams. So like Tillamook? Uh, till, uh, yeah, Tillamook's not fancy though. Like I'm buying fancy uh, in price. So <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so there's a there's a brand called Jenny's. Okay. Definitely recommend it. Uh, there's a brand. I think Strauss, the same ones that make the milk, make ice cream. I just mm-hmm. got one of those. That's pretty good. Because um, we have this market near the house, um, and it. They just have like you can't. I think you can get Hagen Dazs, but most of it's like just like these other brands. Like I, did I say Humphrey Slocomb? They have Humphrey Slocomb. That one's a good one. They have that just like really all solid. these these other brands that I've never even fucking heard of, um, and they're probably like eight or nine dollars a pint, mm. like a little fucking pint, eight or nine dollars. It's kind of a lot, but. <sighs> 
Ice cream is where it's at. I bought, ice cream is so good. I fucking bought. Um, if I go lactose intolerant, oh, man, I would, that ice cream would be the hardest thing to give up. Oh yeah, um, my, I went to Grocery Outlet, mm-hmm. and they have cinnamon toast crunch ice cream. Jesus Christ, really? It says cinnamon toast crunch on it. They did also you, had Lucky Charms ice cream. Did you have? I bought cinnamon toast. I've been working on it. I, I have, how is it? It's almost fucking perfect except for it's late it's labeled light ice cream oh so that it's not as creamy as it could be it almost has the texture of a sorbet mm. and th- i'm like i'm like dude if this was just like a little bit creamier i would fuck th- i think that's why i'm eating it so slow i'm like i'm like it's doing it but it's not really doing it yeah i feel like it's like eating cinnamon toast crunch with two percent milk yeah yeah that's um, that's lame yeah you gotta it, get the full stuff it is my favorite ice cream spot like Ever though is Marianne's in Santa Cruz. Marianne's in Santa. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, that one's good. Marianne's fucks. I haven't been there in a while though. I haven't been there since probably since the last time I went to Santa Cruz, which I can't even put a fucking like I couldn't even put a date on the last time I went to Santa Cruz. Really? But I I usually make a point to go there. No, we went to Santa Cruz. Remember? When did we go to Santa Cruz? You, me, and Adrian went to Santa Cruz. We're just like, what are we gonna do today? And then we're like, let's go to Santa Cruz. And we're like, are we really going to go to Santa Cruz? And we really went to Santa Cruz. When the fuck was that? That was during the pandemic, I think. Remember? I'm tr- we went to the beach. Oh, because we went, we went to the beach and we also got like those sandwiches yeah. from that one spot. Yes. The dude like smoked meat like at, at the, sh- the shop every day. Yep, 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 yep. Was that really pandemic? There's no way that was pandemic. That might have been the pandemic. But I do, I do remember that. And I think that... That might have been the last time I've been. Yeah, that was pandemic because we we're like, oh, this is completely different than what is going on. Up, up, oh, up in because we couldn't even go inside. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. We couldn't even go inside. We couldn't even go inside to the. Wow. Yeah. Right. We we definitely have done some shit. It's dude. It's it's been the longest fucking year. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, man. And it's almost over too. It is almost over. That's crazy. Um, I got. I got to take a piss. Should we cue the music? Yeah, cue the music. We're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed the samba. Yeah. Um, I actually changed it up this time, so. Did you change it up? I did. Oh. Uh, no, on this one. On this. Oh. I changed it up. Oh, oh. On this one. On this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you find more royalty-free samba music? I did, I did, I did. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just like to listen to royalty-free because it's just like fun to explore how trashy and stupid some songs can be. Because it's like, it's the shit that gets played in an elevator. In an elevator or just like in the background of, mm-hmm. of videos and stuff like that. Like Oh, like like somebody's... Do I remember like putting YouTube videos up like back back like early early 2000s? Uh, like not like not early two thousands like like pre two thousand ten, and then or like into two thousand tens, and like you could only use like the, the like whatever they had, <laughs> like you couldn't put your own song in there. Sure, sure. You'd, sure. Get, you'd copy even back then. You were getting copyright struck, but he, but like they would get they're like you can play this shit, and you're like this doesn't even fit my video. Like none of this shit fits. You know what fit? Master Puppets by Metallica. That fit. It's Duh. sick. Duh. But now I got this. God, yeah. I don't even remember like what I was posting on there. There's there's probably some dumb videos like out there that of me on YouTube. Maybe. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Who cares? I think I might have done like Rubik's cube solving. Not very fast. 
I think I think my best time was like it might have been on like sub minute, like fifty seconds or something. Yeah. Because there was one point where everyone was at the house and at two forty was doing uh, Rubik's cube times, and like the first one that I tried was like the fastest I had ever done it, and like I don't even know how. I th- it, really. I, I think it was by chance. How, how fast was it? I think I think it was like within like within fifty seconds. Yeah. It, 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 it wow. was, I, like I said, I think it was by chance. Wow, though. 50 seconds. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. I, I couldn't do it faster because I was stuck doing... There's like two ways to solve it. Mm. Um, and one is like... the So like when you buy a Rubik's Cube, there is like a little pamphlet that like tells you like the, the, the formula. Okay. Like how to solve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like There's, one, two, three. There, yeah. You, so you gotta like you gotta solve one side, but when you're solving the one side, you also have to solve like each side around it. Mm. Oh, so one <laughs> face, and then you make a T, and then you move all these other pieces so that the so that like this is the next step. You 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 build that T, and then you move all the side pieces. So then you have two layers and one side like made. Yeah. Then you solve like the the yellow or like the opposite side of your face mm-hmm. whatever that is so i usually solve i think it's like white and so i think the opposite of the white side is like yellow i could totally be wrong um and you solve that and then there's like a couple more like moves that you have to do so you have almost everything solved except for like the centerpiece on the top and then you gotta do all these other moves to fucking center them out mm. i had that memorized so like i i in like junior high, got a Rubik's cube, looked up like all of the different moves that you had to do. There's like all these different like there's like steps. There's steps. So like there, there's like a, a f- if you're looking at a Rubik's cube, there's like a like a, like a front face, a back face, a, the side faces, the top and the bottom, and how you do that. And then there's like a counterclockwise or clockwise motion with it. I had a notebook where I had written out all these steps and like memorized the steps of solving a Rubik's cube. Wow. And then got like as fast as I could at it. Um, Did that get you laid a lot? No, dude. It was junior high. <laughs> oh, that's sorry. It was, it was junior high. But like, I've I've always done like that's the same reason I fucking learned how to juggle. Like, yeah. I I see a thing and I'm like, I could learn how to do that, and I learn how to do that thing, and then get bored with it and go on to the next thing. There you go. Move on. Um, but yeah, I I don't know what like where that came from, but I I. Rubik's cubes, dude. They're sick as fuck. I I wanted to get other puzzles. I bought like a four by four Rubik's cube and then never learned how to solve it. <laughs> yeah, never learned how. I think I might still have it or I got rid of it, but I can't solve a four by four. Interesting. It's difficult. Huh. It's yeah. There and there. Have you seen like the other puzzles that exist? No. There's something called like a, I think it's called like a Mega Minix, and it's a pentagon. So it's, what? it's so it's basically a. I want to say it's a dodecahedron. I might be wrong on that. Dodecahedron? Yeah, hedron. Is it a hedron? I think so. What's a th- is it a 3D it's a 3D pentagon. Yeah. Um and it has 1 2 3 4 5 6 I think it's like eight different like pieces on each face. Um it's super fucked. Dodec dodecahedron. Dodecahedron. Uh, type in Megaminix, M-I-M-E-G-A-M-I-N-I-X, or it might just be M-I-N-X, but that's, that's the puzzle that I want. Yeah, that's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fucked, it might not be Dodeca, I think it might be. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're, I hope you're looking this up, because it's kind of cool, honestly. 
It's like you're literally solving stars. Yeah, it's it's fucked. There's that was a puzzle I was interested in. There's a a pyramid puzzle that I wanted to learn how to solve. There's all like there's a whole like culture around solving puzzles like that. Interesting. Um, and I was like super into it. Um, same reason I got really good at Guitar Hero. Like I just was like I can get good at Guitar Hero. I got hella good at Guitar Hero. <laughs> I couldn't get past the orange button. Oh no! I so the I could, orange button for me was always the problem. I could do some songs on expert, but I played mostly on hard. There was just like some. There were like runs that would get fucking insane. Oh yeah. Um, there was a song on Guitar Hero Three called "Cliffs of Dover" by uh, it's not uh, uh, who the fuck is the, the I can't remember the artist's name, uh, but so you you do the the intro, and then there's like a tapping thing. It's a really hard pattern to do. Yeah. But if you took your elbow and strummed the first hit, you could then tap out all of the using the, your four fingers and your your one uh, right hand finger. Yeah. And I was I, that was something I was able to do. Just did I get laid? No. Mm-mm. Was it sick as fuck? Hell, Hell yeah. Yeah. Worth, oh, it, yeah. worth every minute. I used to. Um, I was thinking about this recently. There was an after school program in junior high mm-hmm. where. You like made a band, and we played rock band. Oh yeah, so there's a bunch of like groups, and everyone. I think they had like a couple different like, like consoles going, and you could just like fucking play rock band in this Hell fucking yeah. classroom. Oh yeah, it Hell was the yeah. sickest after school program ever. Hell Fuck educational yeah. stuff, dude. I played rock band. Hell yeah. You ever play rock band? I played rock band. You totally. got the drums? I, I played the drums. I was a lot. terrible at drums. Really? Terrible at drums. See, I used to play. Yeah, I used to play the drums a lot. Um, I played the guitar a little bit, but I just couldn't get past the that orange that, that orange, orange button, button. You know, that was always the problem for me. And I think that's you know, in a way, I think rock band influenced my musical career. My Your musical, musical career? My musical path, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I learned how to play guitar. Really? Yeah. If I had, because my dumbass was like, well, if I could play the guitar hero, then obviously that's how a guitar is. Of course. Uh, definitely not like that. Definitely not at all. But uh, it was so it was it was that, and then uh, my buddy James. He had like an acoustic guitar that he would bring to school. You know James. Yeah. Um, he would bring this acoustic guitar to school, and he would like play some songs. And I'm like, that doesn't look that hard, and I want to learn how to play those songs. So like I learned how to play like a couple uh, Tenacious D songs. <laughs> I think it was like Tribute, uh, Kickapoo. And there might have been another one. Oh, so it was, it was Tribute, Kickapoo, and this song by a band called UFO uh, called Rock Bottom. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, and, and I wanted to learn how to play that riff because it was like the sick. It was to me at that point, it was the sickest riff ever. Sure. And it was like, and I was just like, and it was like on like two strings. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, fuck yeah, this rock is... bottom. Mm. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> And and I I was like the worst guitar player because I would learn like a riff, mm. and that like I, that was it. Okay. And, like I I could play the opening riff to uh, the riff for um, oh what was the fucking song, Roundabout by Yes. Oh that that that's I've cool. Never heard that song. Be it, there's a there's a thing that you it, so it starts off it's it uses uh, harmonics, and like you like you lightly lay your finger over the like the the fret mm-hmm. so like usually you play in between the frets so you like over like the fucking the, the divider mm-hmm. and then you pluck the the string and it makes like this like different sound interesting and so you, you do this 
this fucking like this, this harmonic thing, this other harmonic thing, play this this stupid little riff, and then you do the harmonic thing, the other harmonic thing, play this stupid little riff, and then it was just like into some power chords. But I could never like I, like most of the time, I never learned a full song. Interesting. I was a jackass. <laughs> the only time I learned full songs was, it was like four chords and like some song, like some words over. Sure, it. sure, sure, sure. But terrible, terrible, like technically terrible guitar player. Yeah, I felt the same way about piano. I used to play. I could play Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But like only the first part. Da 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 da. That's it. <laughs> did you ever like when you played drums? Did you ever um, like learn full songs? Like, could, like, could you like, like, do like drum covers? Actually, uh, it's kind of sounds lame, but I used to do Broadway covers. Fucking what? I used to do Broadway covers because I enjoyed the idea of being in a pit. I think. Yeah. Like, I think to me that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, that that idea, and so I I used to pretend, you know, to be in the drum kit or pit and do that, Broadway musical numbers. That shit's hard. It's kind of fun. Like, like, like to like the. The actual practice of being like a Broadway music drummer, mm-hmm. like you are learning an entire show's worth of shit. Oh yeah, like and that, you have to like you have to follow along the entire time. Yeah, you 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 are watching the show and you're like, oh, okay, I'm about to play my part. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, here. <laughs> you know, as they're you know, freaking hitting. I I I never had that opportunity, and I never like thought about it. So I wasn't. I didn't like really know too many Broadway things. I don't know. I just thought it was. Uh, I think I saw a couple theaters when I or like theater shows when I grew up. And mm-hmm. I just saw the pit, and I'm like, oh, that seems like a fun time. Okay. You get to make the music. Yeah. You know? Like the whole. I think what music was so great about music, and especially like in film work, or whatever, it literally provides the emotion of the film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can have you can have the same scene silent, and it doesn't hit. Yeah. Exactly. But now you have like this really like kind of like sad thing going on. You have you got a sad twinkly p- piano in the b- background. You're like, oh man, yeah. tugging at my heartstrings. Maybe just like a night, a somber violin section mm-hmm. coming in. Yeah, it, I, I, the music definitely makes makes a movie. Yeah. So I mean, like it's, I don't know. I think that's kind of what I brought me to ultimately making mo- like movies and stuff like that. Okay. Because it was kind of like combining all those fun things I really enjoyed. You ever seen Jesus Christ Superstar? Yeah, I used to jump to it. You used to drum to I, it. I used to drum you used to, to it, drum yeah. to Jesus. That that Jesus is... Christ Superstar. Yeah, da, da, da. that shit's awesome. That, it's because it's funky. It's so funky. And you just good. like you're just jamming out while like like <laughs> Judas is going. Riffing. Judas fucking it's riffing. Lays in the <laughs> shit. I love Judas. Did you see? Did, I love Judas too. Did you? <laughs> did you see uh, the? John, there goes our Christian audience. The, oh, I'm sorry. If you didn't know already, fuck Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Jesus Christ Superstar. He's the one. Um, did you see the John Legend live? Jesus Christ Superstar. No, I think like ABC does it, or like some like NBC so, maybe a, maybe NBC. It's, it's one of those three lettered the big ones networks, the cable networks, and they'll do a live like Broadway thing. Oh, the network, yeah. Uh, I I think they did like I want to say they did like the Sound of Music one year, and I want to say they did like so, ah fuck it. There was another one they did, but one year, I think it was twenty eighteen, or yeah, it must have been like twenty eighteen. Um, they did. Jesus Christ Superstar Live and John Legend was Jesus. <laughs> oh, but 
G. Oh my God. Jesus was, Christ. Jesus Christ. It was so good. <laughs> it was fucking. I, I remember being excited to watch this and watching the whole thing and be like, damn, they like did a good job. Because like, because like Jesus gets like. Jesus gets crucified, and then Judas like comes back for like this fucking uh, this this reprise of the like the the first song, and he is just fucking wailing, and mm-hmm. you're just like, w- he did a costume change, but his voice is just crazier this time. Oh, so good, so fucking good, so good, um, so good. J- Justice and Lydia, when we so we watched like the original one from like what the seventies, mm-hmm. um, they got like obsessed with it. So they watched the, the one from the 70s, got obsessed, and then watched, there was like another one that they did like in the 90s that, in their opinion, wasn't as good. And then they were watching like other theater groups' rendition of Jesus Christ Superstar. And they were like, they were like, they're like, some of these people do it really well, some of them don't do it really well, but we're pretty excited for it. Uh, for this this new one coming out, <laughs> this John Legend one. Dang. Um, the other day I was driving. I think there's gonna be a Jesus Christ Superstar uh, rendition out here. Really? Yeah, we should go see it. We should. We should go see. We some should theater. go see Jesus Christ we Superstar. See, totally to see I, Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't think I've ever seen like a Broadway play. I wanted to see Book of Mormon when it Dude, was out here. Dude, I would see Book of Mormon again. I've never seen it. I that is want so to. good. Honestly, we honest. I think they might be performing here in, in the Bay Area. Really. I don't know. They were like a couple of years ago. Let's see. Yeah, I think I think people like we were trying to go, and then that no one really committed to going. Book of Mormon though is so good. Yeah, I've never. What's it? What's it about? The Book of Mormon? The book? No, no, no. no. It's about uh, these two elders who get chosen to um, go to Africa. Okay. And uh, they, yeah, have to. On their journey, they discover their faith, and like they find love, and they find passion, and. Stuff like that, and all while trying to convert these people to Mormonism. People to Mormonism, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's very, it's a very, very cool concept and a musical, and mm-hmm. it's the great thing about it is, is like you're laughing at shit you'd never think you'd laugh at, especially yeah. in a musical, right? Yeah. Out of all places, um, so yeah, it's, I don't know, and the fact they think that Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the guys of wrote it. South Park, wrote it, like. That to me is amazing. Have you have you heard of Avenue Q? Oh, I love that. I used to drum to that too. Avenue, Avenue, Q. Avenue Q is fucking. I've, I know a couple Friends songs. Too. I know a couple songs. Everyone's a little bit racist. You live on Avenue Q. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. A little bit racist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Oh, oh yeah. It's okay if you're gay. Uh, my my favorite one is the okay. internet is for porn. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, it's a fucking surprise, right? <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, was it? Um, Oh, God, there's so many great songs. I'm not wearing underwear today. I'm not wearing underwear today. I'm not wearing underwear today. Oh, I got to watch this. I only know like some of the songs. I've never seen it. Much about my underwear here, nonetheless, I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not wearing underwear today. I love dun, the fact dun, that dun. it's all puppets. Mostly puppets, yeah. That is such a... It's such a weird concept, too. Mm-hmm. You know, because you... I think it's also funny because you can see the people. No, you look at the puppets. Like that's the funniest thing about it is like you know they're talking, right? They're acting around too, but it's like it's just funny. That's you still look at the puppets because mm-hmm. the puppets are the characters. Puppets are the puppets are interesting. You can just you can suspend the disbelief with them sitting there working the puppet. Never in my life I would have seen puppet sex. 
but I saw puppet sex. Does that happen in Avenue Q? That happens in Avenue Q. Damn. Two so puppets having sex. Really? It is It is awesome. It is so hilarious. Have you not seen Team America? Uh, I've seen Team America World, please, yeah. Yeah, they fucking that too. Yeah, yeah, they do. That was weird. That's, that's, yeah. That movie, that movie's fucking something else. That is, that is true memeage at, at its finest. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen, I, man, I want to watch that again. Isn't that Trey Parker too? That's Trey Parker, Trey Parker and Matt, Matt Stone. Stone? Yeah. They also they also made, uh, made basketball. I've never seen that. That one's so stupid, but it's so funny. It's like uh, basically the world gets tired of um, watching athletes, you know, juice up, whatever. And so they developed Trey Parker and Matt Stone developed this game that every man can play. So it's basically it's like a combination of like kickball, baseball, basketball kind of a little bit like football it's it's kind of interesting like it's it's a really cool concept and like it becomes like professional and it becomes really huge and stuff like that oh it's kind of like when they uh in that that one south park episode and they did uh, uh what did they call it they were saying that like football was too violent and uh sarcastiball sarcastiball yeah, and then that went all the way up into the NFL, and then yeah. like Stan's dad like like coaches like the Broncos or mm-hmm. some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I I have so to see this. I've, I've I've heard of basketball a lot, but I've never watched it. Um, there is also Orgasmo. What they made Orgasmo that was like one of their first films. Orgasmo, so funny. Right, what's that about? That's about a superhero who can like. I haven't really seen it, but I just I just know about it. I guess okay, let's look it up. Yeah, let's. Let's I'm kind of curious. And this is why we need a producer. We do need a producer. What, what if we hired Jason to be our producer? And by hire, I, I mean just drag his ass in here. Orgasmo. Or, yeah, I, yeah, that would be good. Jason, just be like, I need you to Google shit. <laughs> it's an Italian film. It's an Italian film? No, no, no. Joe Young, Trey Parker, is a Mormon serving his mission in Los Angeles and needing more money to marry his girlfriend, Lisa Robin Lynn. This leads him to a porn film set where filmmaker Max oh, excuse me. Max Orbison, Michael Dean Jacobs, casts unwitting Joe as a masked superhero named Orgasmo. The film becomes a surprise mega hit even in the mainstream, but Joe soon discovers Max is a criminal with sinister plans. So Joe and sidekick Ben become real superheroes to combat the evil director. <laughs> That's such a hell of a concept. We got to watch that. Jesus Christ. Superstar. It has a 47. 47 what? Percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That means it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. That's fine. I'm, I'm all about bad movies. I'm all for it. Why not? Yeah, dude, bad movies are where it's at. Bad movies are where it's at. Uh, have, have, you you been, wa- have you been watching Squid Game by chance? No, have you? I have. I just started. Is it good? Oh, is it good? Ah, oh, dude, I... It's pretty good, I gotta say. I just haven't like I haven't I haven't even been watching Naruto like and that was the show I was watching like, I haven't I don't think I watched it at all last week. Really? Um, uh, I go through my phases. I'll binge through some shit and then there's other times where I'm like well, I'm not feeling it. But I I might download some of it. I'm going to Florida. Yeah, I'm going Florida, to Florida here in like about a week. Hmm. So I'll go through all next week, and then Tuesday I fly out to Florida. Hey, what are you doing on February? I mean, October twenty second. October twenty second. <laughs> yeah, let like me, this, uh, like this Friday. No, is it, it might be the twenty sixth then? 
the 26th? Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I might need a ride to the airport. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, if, if you're What time? Fucking, I got a, my flights at 9. 9 in the morning? Yeah. Maybe? It depends. Yeah, it depends on uh, if you got work or not. I was going to take it. Uh, I might have Uber. worked. That, I might have worked that let, day. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I think you might have to get an Uber, buddy. Uh, October 22nd, uh, 26th on a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. I fly out at 8.55. My shit keeps changing. Thank you, Southwest. Oh, God. Yeah. My flight has changed like three or four times. That's crazy. The, uh, I think the original layover was in Chicago. The second layover was in uh, Denver. Uh, then it was. Then I had a layover in Vegas, and now my layover is in Nashville. To go to Florida. To go to Florida, and it keeps changing because I don't know why. I have no idea. I've never seen a flight change this much. Well, it's because there's so many cancellations of flights. That's why. Because yeah, oh, because the uh, the pilots decided that they weren't going to fly because you can't get me to get vaccinated. No, no, no. no. It's a com- it's a combination of a bunch of things. It's like I think it's like. Uh, I think some of them are just like, it's either short staffing. Because pilots are walking out. No, no, no. It's not because of that. Because ground crews, for example, um, there's a labor shortage going on. Oh, yeah, so yeah. ground So there's not enough ground crews in order to like meet the, meet the demand of, of the, all these planes. Because traveling is you know, blowing up in the last couple months. Because but the crews aren't back. The crews aren't back. Exactly. People quit. You know. That's why you got commercials for FedEx. Yeah. Everyone's trying. Everyone has commercials. Even if you to hire, you can look at uh, like even like small businesses and like, you know, was it today or last night? I saw a Shell post, like Shell Station, Uh um, said like, "Oh, come join our team for an upward momentum career." And I'm like, at a Shell Station, you what upward momentum do I have? Um, I agree. I agree. I mean, I have always had the fantasy of living the life of clerks. (laughs) So I mean, there is that. But well, last time I checked, there's no video stores around San Francisco anymore. So I thought Clerks was a gas station. Clerks is a convenience store. Gas right. station, convenience store. I think those are closer to than a video store. Well, no, it's right next to a video store. Ah, uh, so I have to be next to a video store. Have you store. seen Clerks? No. <laughs> oh, damn, Clerks is Clerks is pretty funny. I I should not be uh, saying I have fantasies about living a life in a movie that I've never seen. It is it is pretty shitty. Yeah, the main character does not have a good life, but the the side character does. Side character does. Yeah, yeah. I gotta I gotta watch it. I've been told to watch it. Never watched it. I goes back to I just don't watch shit. You don't. I'm gonna go see Dune though. You're gonna go see Dune? Hell yeah! You know what we go see? The French Dispatch. What the fuck is that? That is the Wes Anderson film. But fucking Dune. <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck about Wes Anderson. Dune, though. Yeah, he made the fucking the Fantastic Mr. Fox. When are you going to go see Dune? Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah, 22nd. I'm going to go to Walnut Creek. Shit. My buddy bought a ticket for me. Nice. He was just like, he's like, the ticket's on me. I'm like, sick. I just got to show up. Hell yeah. Walnut Creek? Walnut Creek. Damn, dude. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, But my other, so me and two friends are going to go. and I'm pretty stoked because I read this book because of the trailer. That is the only reason. Really? I, I read the book because I was like, that looks like it's going to be sick. That means the book is dope. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. Good on you for taking the initiative to read the, that thick, thick book. Oh, yeah. it's a It was a long one. Yeah. How many pages was it? Like 700? Uh, it's like 700, almost 800, I think. Jesus. 
And now I've read four of them. I can barely get through a book. I'm almost finished with Necromancer. That's taking me longer than God Emperor did. Why? But, uh, Still have time. I've been busier. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's a good book. I'm enjoying it. I'm actually only like, I'm probably like 50 pages away or 30 pages away from being done. So I'm almost done. But nice. it definitely, it took me two weeks instead of the one week that uh, God Emperor took. Hmm. But uh, d- yeah, I, yeah, why do you read so slow, dude? I just don't read. You, you do everything slow. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, that may be so. <laughs> but you know what? Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, yeah, it does. Or you could nut now and nut later. No, I do not. I, let, I, I nut fine. I nut fast. I nut, uh, I nut fine. <laughs> I nut fast just fine. I come in three seconds. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, all right? I'm a speed demon. <laughs> they call me three-second John. Three-second John. Can't I'm a speed demon. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, ain't that the fucking truth? Come on, John. No, how it's about, not, it's how about I start this book here? And finish it before you finish your fucking AI book. You probably will. Come on, this is it's a it's a book about drugs. How many pages could this possibly maybe, be? Maybe, maybe. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's a thick boy, and the continuation is I, I think a little bit bigger. It, it no, actually, the continuation looks smaller. A little bit more. A little still bit though. less. But uh, Please. yeah, I'm pretty sure I can finish this. In a month? 800 and... Fucking Christ, dude. And this, I couldn't read. Dude, this is all like chemical symbols and shit. It goes deep. It's a memoir, dude. But it's like, it's more of a lab note book, if anything. I guess I should give context as to what I'm talking about. Um, 924... Uh, Pages. Yeah. Um, the book that I am referring to is Pical... A Chemical Love Story by Alexander Shulgin and Anne Shulgin, a book that was gifted to John and has sat in a bag for God knows how long, probably since August 2020, when he received it from none other than Anne Shulgin herself. This book is signed. It says, To John, Enjoy, Anne Shulgin, August 2020. <laughs> this dude has a book signed by the author <laughs> from which he received from the author directly to him and it just sat in a goddamn bag yeah I didn't want it he doesn't doesn't want it I don't want it he doesn't understand the importance that this book holds to many people son of a bitch both (laughs) books are signed for John blessings and Shogun August 2020 this motherfucker has two books signed by a the (laughs) the renowned and Shogun (laughs) the wife of the man that discovered LSD yes but I, I have a hard tangent while I'm talking about this book. <laughs> and it, it, it comes from, uh, so as I'm flipping through the pages, looking for the last page, I saw something. Let me see if I can find it again. I'm pretty sure I can. Uh, okay, so it says, There are no differences but differences of degree between different degrees of difference and no difference. Run that back to me. What? Yeah, that's not the thing that triggered this story, but we'll read that again. Sure. There are no differences, but differences of degree between different degrees of difference and no difference. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it says, William James, under nitrous oxide, 1882. <laughs> 
funny story about nitrous oxide. Um, so this weekend I was so Saturday I was doing some flyering stuff over at ten fifteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went with Jason to the DNA Lounge for the synthwave show. Uh, he was going to see this artist, One True God. Uh, he was like, "Let's go," and I'm like, "Yeah." Day before that show, I'm offered guest list to the ten fifteen show. Mm-hmm. It's me and this other guy are supposed to go do some flyering, postering stuff. And uh, so I go to DNA for like a fucking set and a half, right? I I see this dude doing like this like eighties synth wave emo shit. Like imagine like like you grew up in like the early to mid two thousands, really liked emo music, but also really liked. 80s music and then you wanted to be in a band in the late 2020s but no one would be in that band with you so you started making 80s synth wave and started doing emo vocals over it that's what this one guy was was he good uh, he was all right yeah. it wasn't my thing though sure it, the whole like the whole dna lounge that night was like a completely different vibe from anything i'm at any way in any way interested in interesting um i yeah i wanted to leave as soon as i got there i was like y'all are a bunch of weirdos different just weird vibes it was it's just a different type of vibe it's like a more ravey like mm. like you could tell like that like i try to pretend i'm not a nerd and those people just look like nerds <laughs> um yeah you just don't want to talk to them it wasn't that i didn't want to talk to them i just it was the music wasn't for me therefore i didn't want to talk to them because they like this music yeah and i just yeah, would yeah. be like this sucks so the guy I was hanging out with uh, that I was supposed to do po- flowering stuff with, he comes, picks me up. We go to 1015. He takes a fucking shit there and we leave. Yeah. I didn't even fucking hang out at 1015, the place I had guest list at. <laughs> you just, no. There were artists that I wanted to see there. Didn't fucking go. I decided to go. He was like, I got a set to play at this house in the mission. And I was like, he's like, you can come if you want. I was like, fuck it. Sure. So I end up at this this fucking random house in the mission at like eleven thirty, almost midnight. Um, start hanging out with these people, fucking chatting, drinking. I'm fucking thoroughly drunk. Uh, we like picked up some some stuff beforehand, and at some point, some dude starts doing whippets, and he's like, "You want one?" I was like, "I've never done a whippet," and he's like, "There's a first time for everything." Have you ever you, have you ever done a whippet? No, I'm. Wh- I've been offered several times, but I just I know. So first off, this is not like a, I love whippets now by any means. No, uh, not advocating for whippets. Not advocating for whippets at all, especially from the amount of finesse that it takes to do a whippet. Like these motherfuckers with their whip their whipped cream canisters just sit so there huffing fucking what nitrous whatever. That it's a lot. I bet. So, <laughs> I put it in my mouth. It's like this whipped cream canister. He's like, all right, just fucking squeeze it. And I'll go. And like the air just like goes into my mouth and forces out of my mouth because I wasn't like one. I just like fucking like just grab the trigger and go. go. I'm like, Ugh! and he's like, he's like, you gotta do it slow. I fucking waste most of the whip it like, like doing that. <laughs> and then I try it the second time. I'm like, okay, slow. Just fucking do it again. Like could not fucking figure it out. I think I did like two more just trying to figure out how to fucking do how to do, like how to do this shit. And he's like, he's like, he's like, you get it now? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I don't get it. Like I'm fucking like, I am smashed and I do not understand the point of fucking just sitting there hitting these whippets. I think you should get like a balloon. 
Maybe. Not yeah. advocating for the balloon. Not advocating for whippets. No, not advocating for whippets. Um, but if you have a trouble, I imagine, <laughs> I imagine that a balloon would. If there is difficulty being had with whippets, a balloon might ease. A balloon that. might ease that pain. Yeah, um, I yeah, I, it was a strange thing. I have heard about them. I've heard different like takes on it. Um, I don't. Th- I just have no interest in it. I was fucked up. I bet. I was just fucking. To drunk. me, it, it to me, it's just like it just. Feels it's gonna be like a, a just a shot to the head, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in terms of, I guess like cocaine. I don't even think I did it right. Mm. I honestly don't think I did. Did you it feel right. different? At least? No. Okay. Yeah. I do, I do. don't think I did it right. Um, which is why I think like this is more problematic than it's worth. Like this is more issue than it is fun. Um, you know what? We should probably end on this note. We, on the whip it note on whip it note because we started with drugs we can end with drugs we can end with drugs full circle but I I did the whippets and it was just definitely uh, not advocating for whippets not advocating for whippets at all I was the last time I was like like in the proximity of whippets was in was in Florida last year 2020 yeah uh, me and my ex were, were hanging out and we're like talking and like some group of people sits next to us and they start doing whippets, and we're just she like my ex is like, we should do a whippet, and I I was just like I've never done a whippet. <laughs> and she's like me neither, and, and like they're doing whippets, and we're like we we just like want I guess we just want to fit in, yeah. And so we asked the girl next to us who's about to do a whippet, and we're like, so what's the deal with whippets? Yeah. And lo- I love this. I'm just like I'm like I'm like what? She's like don't do it. And just fucking hits it. She's like, they're dumb <laughs> as she does it. And I'm like, well, if the bitch doing it, mm-hmm. sorry, if the woman doing it is uh, hitting it and telling you not to do it as she she's hitting it, either they're fucking dope or they are dumb as shit. And so I will agree with the woman that I spoke to in Florida that whippets, I just, they're not for me. Not my, not de- not my cup Don't of tea. Do um, but al- apparently alcohol is... Alcohol is great. I don't know, man. I've thought about I've, st- I've thought about like quitting alcohol altogether. Yeah, you you just drink a beer. I did. You I'm still well drinking. I'm tomorrow. still drinking that beer. I but I think I think about it. I feel like I've been getting drunk more recently, mm. but in situations in which like it's like allowed, acceptable. I, and I'm still not. I'm not getting like fucking wasted. No. And I think that was like my biggest thing. Was like I just don't want to like do that all the time. No. So, I mean, as long as I'm not fucking an idiot, yeah, that that then I'm fine. Yeah, uh, I do think about quitting, but I don't see a reason to right now. Neither do I. <laughs> Life is stressful. Life is stressful. Got to cut it down with a drink. But we can end on the whip it note. Don't do whippets, kids. Do acid. If you got <laughs> questions, uh, hit me up. I know how to answer them. Uh, you can send us emails at the tangential to. Uh, sorry. Tangential to pod at gmail.com. Um, we also have an Instagram. We also have an Instagram, the tangential to at Instagram. You can DM us there. Um, John and I both have access to this account, so you can ask either of us questions, uh, which is actually highly unlikely, but Very. we have it there. But they're there. It, the, the people that are following us are like mostly people that I know. But that's okay. They're fr- like, and I don't even think. But think about it this way: I don't even be some think, random I, fan. I don't even think they're following us because of 
listening to the podcast. Okay. I think they've seen it because they're like people you might know Mm -hmm. and people are starting to follow it. Mm. I do hope that people start listening though. Sure. Of course. I hope that we offend somebody. (laughs) I, I am waiting for the day in which we offend somebody and then they realize I can fucking let them have it. Mm. I can let them. They're here. I'm mad. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like we're gonna be a little sensitive. We're gonna be sensitive boys when it comes to criticism. I I'm not saying that I'm gonna be one way or the other. I'm just waiting for the. You're waiting for the criticism. The criticism. You want it? Yeah, I want it. You want um, it? You can catch us on Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Yes, and Dee Dandy. And uh, on that note, my name is John Fields, and I am Chris Reyes. Signing off, everybody. Good night. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.